Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. In our series on off-season options, we're going to transition over to body comp. So, uh, Adam, you were explaining very, very well that where somebody leaves off in the off or the pre-contest, you know, the end of their pre-contest transitioning into off-season, kind of dictates along with their long-term goals where we're going to go next. Are we going to do a two-year off-season, three years, fifteen years? Uh, not really. That's 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 my joke that I'm in right now, but um, but I'm getting bigger and stronger, so you never know. There could be a comeback, Adam. You, you and me and the Masters. I but like um, I, I do like what you said in regard to you know sometimes somebody could use a short off season and jump right back in if they just weren't quite ready. I had a client I talked to about that, and and it's exactly like you said, came up pretty short, and here we are at the end of this year, could jump right in at the beginning of next year. And this gives you the advantage now of not having to lose very much at all. You can have that great metabolic building phase. You don't have to climb as deep into a calorie deficit. So even though it may seem contradictory to taking that longer off season, some people may just not have tapped the depths of of what their recovery needs might be. And it could be a chance to really improve their body composition more than ever. So I'm, I'm curious when you look at somebody from the beginning of a, of a stint with you to if you feel like they're going to work with you for long term, you know, are you making different goals per their body comp? You know, or do, do you see kind of a long term progression of of what you think they can get to, even if it's not all in the first shot? Yeah. So you you really do want to plan ahead and realistically let people know where you think they can be. You know, are you going to be you know, top of a regional class in two years, or are you going to be top of a national class in two years? Um, you know, kind of let them know what your vision is, essentially. And some people, I actually like saying that, because specifically, some of my clients will say, what's your vision for me? Mm-hmm. And uh, I I do like that question, actually, because that's a good time to just be honest in what you expect of people. I have a really good uh, story that's in good context here. Um, I had a client who was struggling with binging towards the end of her prep. It seemed like the last four weeks, she uh, really pulled everything together. So the closer her show was, the better her adherence got. Mm -hmm. So I did two four-week show spans with her where she dieted down. And then I tacked on two more shows that were four weeks apart from each other. And she's like, why do you want me to do these shows? And I said, well, I think you'll be more competitive. And honestly, my plan was to reverse diet her with those last two eight-week shows. Um, She was down about six pounds with her reverse diet. And uh, I finally told her, I'm like, do you want to know why I had you do all those shows? I said, I knew you would stay on point if you had a show in the future. And I was afraid to reverse you without a goal or a show or being able to step on stage. And she was like, I'm really glad you did that. Cause she said I was in a pretty bad spot until the shows got close. So sometimes that breaks people a little bit. So you were increasing her food through those last two shows and she still got a little bit leaner, but then she ended those two shows at a place where she was much easier able to control her off season transition. Yeah, even if she binged, the you know the recourse wasn't going to be that bad. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I have a client. It's it's great just talking about the stepping stones for clients. I have somebody competing this weekend for the very first time, 
And even as late as this morning, a couple of days before the show, she said, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't feel like I'm ready. I don't feel like I'm lean enough. And I said, you look, you look amazing. You know, for your first time, you're entering a novice class. You could, you're going to be right up there. You're going to be great. Um, now in my mind, am I thinking she looks like an NPC national champion, you know, getting ready to step on an IFBB stage? No, you know, but, but she's going to be highly competitive, could win this thing. And, and I think all of us need those steps. And so when we're looking at how we consider body composition and scheduling the length of time for off seasons, how many shows we do, of course, we want to be our best and we always want to be competitive, but it, it's really nice. And I see a longer uh, enjoyment process. I see more contentment with clients who, who keep reaching new levels. You know, you get kind of anchored into the sport, anchored into your rhythm and the flow of your pre-contest to off-season transitions. If every single time you compete those first few times, you still improve. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, purposely don't be your best right away, but just know you're going to improve just by, by virtue of the practice and, and the experience. Yeah. Even, I, I mean, I've seen people come back 10 years later and they make great improvements. Now there's obviously a genetic component with how people age on that, but I do think that for the most part, people do make improvements each year. Mm -hmm. Well, in our next episode, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics for the off season, which is how to cycle body composition, some phases you may want to consider. So uh, we'll see you guys next time in Contest Prep University.